so we're um, back shopping. <laughs> oh, and bouncing. Holy shit. See, dude. So over to Dave with the weather. It's minus 15. But yesterday at this time it was like 6 and raining. So what happened yeah. is all the sort of slush that was on the road has flash frozen into a, a bumpy, pointy. Yeah. It's not good. It's pretty bad. Pretty bad. So, yeah, here we are. And, uh, there, see now, we're on Queen Street now, and it's, well, it's full of potholes, and you probably hear me go, a couple of times, because we're hit giant potholes. At least now it's simply just, the, it's just, the, what do you call it, the pavement, because it didn't mm -hmm. have slush everywhere. What do you call it? Pavement. So, yeah. So, let's see. Uh, we had Christmas. So Merry Christmas to all the peoples. I hope you had a good Christmas. If you don't celebrate Christmas, I hope you still had a good Christmas. It's still a day. I hope it was a good one. Um, and we had our Christmas Eve meal where we ate for about three hours. Um, and we realized partway through there was literally no vegetable matter in the meal. Like no, no course that featured vegetables. It was a protein heavy meal. Um, I usually make a salad, but um, yeah, I not just I'm not much of a cook, so I'm just like right. I cook three meals a, a year. year. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's see. My birthday, Father's, Father's Day. Day. Oh, oh, and when I go away to Florida for conferences, and I go to yeah. COU, so it's more like about I fifteen make meals soups a day. Too. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, heating things up in the oven isn't actually cooking. It's, uh, when I when I have when I want a change or a craving like more vegetables or something. Yes. Or like if I have a craving for a bean or something specific, I start cooking. Yeah, like when you go to a potluck and tell me what to make to you so you can bring to a that potluck. That happens. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Dave. Oh, I'm happy to do it. I'm actually happy to do it. It's not a complaint. But yeah, so... Then everybody says how good it is, and then I say, yes, my husband's a very good chef. Oh, you don't take credit? You don't just say thank you? Of not. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Oh, good. Excuse me. Ah. Somebody jogging in this weather? Yeah, well. Like, covered with her whole face covered? That's... Well, I'll say this. It's not windy, so it's cold as hell out. Like, it's minus 15 now, but there's no wind. So, if you were exercising at all, you'd be fine. Like, you could go out and shovel snow in this weather and not be horribly cold. Uh, yeah, I just went out to change the cars. And my fingers were like... Oh, no, you wear gloves. I'm not saying... But, um... That's one of those... My fingers were freezies. Well, that's one of those things with, is, you know, uh, on, on uh, Quora there, someone asked, what's the most Canadian thing ever? And I said, shoveling your driveway in a t-shirt, uh, and it's minus 20 out. But of course, you're wearing gloves, you're not an idiot. 
Because <laughs> it's true, right? You go, like, if, if it's a lot of snow, like, if, it, if there was, like, 30 centimeters of snow on the ground, I have to go out and shovel. And after about five minutes, while you're wearing a jacket of doing it, you take it off because you're just getting too hot. But you leave your gloves on because you don't want your extremities frozen, right? But, um, no, I, I, uh, because I don't have done that before. I know we first moved here back in 96, I remember doing that. Oh, excuse me. Oh man. So yeah, we um, it was a, it was a good Christmas Eve was fun. Christmas Day was fun. Uh, Boxing Day. Uh, I don't think you changed. I think you just stayed in your pajamas all day. Boxing Day. Yes, right? I did. That's right. I got up in my PJs and I went in the, to bed with the same PJs. Yes. Yes. That's right. <laughs> we all just ate leftover turkey. Yeah. <laughs> and. Uh, I crocheted and I watched RuPaul. <laughs> you and your RuPaul. Skin Wars. Skin Wars? What yeah. does that mean? Is it's that a segment a, in the show? It's a body painting show. Oh, you watch that? Is that also... That's not part of... It's almost like Nailed It. Okay. But RuPaul hosts it. Oh, RuPaul hosts that as well. Yeah. So that's a different show. Yeah, a different show. Okay. It's a whole RuPaul empire. Oh yeah, she's doing well. Or she's doing well. I wish I know what you're supposed to say with RuPaul. Because RuPaul sometimes is a guy. Yeah. You know, RuPaul is a guy. Yeah. Yet yeah, I don't know what's going he on. Plays, I don't know what to say. He plays the the role very well. I guess so. He's certainly been successful at it. I mean, what, eight seasons of that drag race show. And even before then, RuPaul was already a known like I remember RuPaul being on Letterman. Yeah. Things like that. Yes. See, there's this thing that they've been building that I keep speculating on. Do we know what it is yet? It's got to be a car thing. Right. For a car dealership, you think? Yeah. That's a good guess. That's probably right. That car has got a lot of ice. Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? Hey, Rich. <laughs> it's the worst part. Hey, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that goes Zombies were great. Zombies were pretty special. And it, people don't think about them as much as other groups from that era. I think they're still around. I think they still tour. I think it's World Cars. Okay. Yeah, because they're just over here, so that makes sense. I always hope every time that something's going up that it's going to be a cool restaurant. <laughs> it never is, but I always have this hope. It's like, maybe it'll be a dim sum place. Because <laughs> <laughs> remember there was that noodle place here? That is where Bur Burger Dawn is now? When we first moved here, like yeah, it was yeah, an yeah. actual authentic Chinese noodle place. Uh, and it was good. Yeah. But uh, it didn't last long. We also had, of course, Iron Chef Walk. That didn't last long either. Probably because of the copyright infringement. <laughs> I never understood how they got away with that. I guess nobody ever told the Iron Chef people. Because I really doubt that restaurant was, was sending money over to Fuji Television. Out of Fukisan or to Alton Brown. <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, so yeah, Christmas was good. Uh, now it's on to New Year's. It should be, I hope, a little less 
frantic in the grocery store today. Uh, New Year's isn't nearly as big a holiday. It is a holiday, of course. But it's the worst of all holidays. It's funny, you start New Year's, the New Year out on the worst holiday of all the holidays. The lamest, the one that you realize eventually at some point in your life, you go, you know, this is stupid. <laughs> right? It's like, yeah, I used to look forward to New Year's Eve. Oh, everybody does at some point. And then eventually you go, why are we doing this? Yes. What the hell's going on? I why? guess it has to change. It has to become something else. Well, yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know. But I mean, I remember as a kid, like a kid, it was neat because my parents would go out and you'd always have a babysitter and you'd have a stay up late. And then when I got a little older, a teenager, you get excited about it because you think you're an adult when you're a teenager. Sometime in your late 20s or early 30s, you think to yourself, why am I all excited about this? I'm going to watch Dick Clark's horrible rock and bullshit or whatever. Yeah. Uh, we could set the, the PVR to record the bye-bye, which has gone downhill to the point of... I, I like it. It's not as good as it used to be, though. I remember it being when I've watched yeah. it. I mean, you're much more I, of a connoisseur I, I, than I. I like that it was theatrical before, like, because that's what it was. It was, it was yes. live TV was very theatrical. Well, it was live TV, too, because remember now, it's not live, right? Like, they record it. Yeah, and it's very computer-generated, some... so yeah. it has that kind of filmic value, okay. which is interesting, okay. cinematic value. Yeah. Um, I like seeing what's going on in the politics in Quebec. Like I, sure. I don't know, I don't catch all the... All the references. The references, but there are some that I do catch. And sure. It's interesting to me, sure. definitely. If, if people don't know the bye-bye is a thing in French. we have to kind of invent a new thing so that it's, it means something to us. Well, is it the same actors always? Like, is it the same troupe? It isn't really always the same people, is it? No. It's, no. So it's like an SNL type thing where it's a different cast and yeah. who comes through. Yeah. So it's a thing on New Year's Eve and it's in Quebec and it's basically, it's mostly political satire. Yeah. It's about most, it's not, I shouldn't say it's mostly political satire. Politics is a big thing. It's just satire of what's of the year. Yeah, but the, Sketches. the, the events of the year, the yeah. really, really uh, significant yeah. So like a couple of years ago, one of the sketches was about the Subban for Weber trade. I mean, like, you know, so it's all kinds like, of things. If anything happened in the world of hockey, it will show Yes, that's what I'm saying, yeah. They might do a Ricardo thing, or, you know, like yeah. anything that's kind of a meme of the time. Yes, that's right, exactly, yeah. exactly. No, it's... Uh, I think partly maybe times are more boring now. Like, like I remember when I first started watching it, it was sure the, late... the legalization of marijuana. marijuana and the, the by the way, did you know in Quebec the legal age for marijuana is 21? Quebec is the least uh, a progressive province on the marijuana front. Oh, weird, eh? That's interesting. Yeah. So they're like 21 for Ontario. It's 19 for every other province. It's 18 or 19, and for Quebec it's 21. Like they're prudes yeah. or something. Weird, eh? Well, I think. It might be because Trudeau, uh, it's Trudeau's thing, and they just... You mean the most popular federal leader in, in Quebec? Well, they're 
are people who remember Pierre Liotrudeau. Well, there are also 40% of people in Quebec who voted for him. I, I, th I think it's weird, that's all. I don't know what the, why the reason. I, it's just strange to me. And people want it. I mean, it's not like, it's just very odd to me. I haven't followed it closely enough to know. But yeah, uh, I guess, like I said, I think it was a, it was probably more volatile times politically back then, so there was more fodder for jokes, so maybe that's why I'm thinking that way, right? It could simply be that. But yeah, there's uh, New Year's Eve, it's just like, it's uh, kind of lame. You know, you go and it's like, oh boy, look. Yay, Dick Clark's on. Yay. Oh, good. Band's lip syncing. I'm going to go have a coffee at, at Scott that, 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 that place you go? Yes. You do that. I am recording with two devices today. One is a backup because I do want to test this Backpack Studio. So if you're hearing this thing move around a lot, that means the first segment was lost on Backpack Studio. And I'm using my Zoom H2. <laughs> so I'm just going to... Okay. Turn that off. <laughs> It's really uh, it's a production today. Oh yeah, well I have to test this thing. They've, the person, the developers trusted me with testing and I'm going to keep testing. You should take a picture of you with your new coat and boots eventually. Okay, well like we can... Maybe when you come back. Whatever you want to do. You can take a picture when I'm coming. Yeah, you can take yeah. a picture of me. Yeah. Alright, I got a new coat and boots from Isabel. She likes it. So. It is nice. I haven't had a new jacket uh, since, well, 2005. <laughs> I have so many leather jackets. They're all my dad's old jackets. So. All right.
Okay, so it didn't crash yet. But I do have to start the backup recording just in case. Uh, so you went to the coffee shop. Mm-hmm. And is it still there? Are people going to this coffee shop? Like, oh, it yeah. seems like it's doing well. It's always well attended. People come for a coffee, um, to go. Right. A lot of people come for coffee to go. Okay. And I had a wonderful apple pastry. It was so good. <laughs> Do they make them in house or are they buying them? Or? Sarah's mother bakes them. Really? Yeah. Delicious. I wonder if that works. It's probably if it's small enough that doesn't matter. Right? Because at some point, they'd be like, like, things have to get inspected. And if they are, they have to inspect your mom's kitchen. Right? So it's probably that, like, at a certain level, I think it's true that I think she has a, a kitchen. Size. Oh, really? Like an actual cafe? professional? Oh, okay. I see. Great. Her oh, so she's back there cooking. The oh, I thought she like her mom baked them in her house. No. Okay. So. That's neat. Ever neat. Well, I'm glad it's going well. It's nice to your friend. So like she just invented a job kind of thing. Said I'm gonna make a coffee shop. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's good. I like that. Also, it's uh, you know there's nothing wrong with it because we had a couple. We had the what was it called again? What was that coffee shop called that we used to go to? Steamy Bean. Steamy Bean. Which was yeah. pretty good, right? Over here. Yeah. It's, uh, it's Chief Fitness, but it looks like it's been nothing for yeah. For the past and it was like year or it so. was pretty good, and they had some decent food, uh, some uh, small uh, pastry type items as well. It's a coffee shop. Yeah. We've even recorded an episode there a long time ago. Yeah. More than one. Uh, and it's a shame when you see, especially as I always say this, I know, but. She wants to move across in a bigger space. Okay. Yeah, because she's in a pretty she's, small space in a plaza yeah, right now, right? Yeah. Yeah, beside uh, the Golden Dragon. Right. Besides the all you can eat Chinese was, place. I think it was a nail salon okay. or um, <laughs> a barber shop. I'm not sure which one it was. Okay. All right. Nice. So she's doing pretty well. She went through a program. I asked her about. Because I had her in my um, Le Français des Affaires class. Mm -hmm. Yes. And um, she was working for the OLG. And she hadn't told me about that at all. But uh, then she went through a program like Bridges for Business okay. at uh, the Economic Development Great. place. And I think it's called Millworks. Okay the mill market right or the mill square or whatever yeah. machine shop there yep um and she worked with zoltan remember oh yeah zoltan? sure i remember him well what a guy yeah. smart guy yeah she said he was really instrumental in her getting the mentorship she needed no that's his job yeah that's that's what he does he and basically she helps pitched people start her businesses. idea she said she'd had this idea for the past 10 years nice and she pitched it and got it. Then she she got a little bit of money for, for starting from it, right? Because she won the competition, sort of thing, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, then she she's just they they gave her a template, and she's 
follow the template and right. she's learning as she goes. Well, it sounds like it's great. I mean, I, I that's I like. I always wonder what the Economic Development Corporation do, and you always hear about them trying to bring in big things, mm -hmm. but helping people start small businesses. You know, that's pretty great. That you're, is pretty great. You're inventing a, a job. You're probably going to eventually employ more than one person, not just yeah. yourself. You know, uh, that's and I, wonderful. I think it's great that it's done through the organization, the business organization that is already in place. With that's right. People who have business degrees. And yeah. Can help right. people. So you can, you know, help people. It's wonderful. Yeah, no, that's wonderful. It is, really is wonderful. It's yeah. the right word for it. That is the right word. I'll be right back. Anything you want? Specifically? No? Yes? Uh, no. No? I'm good. Okay. Oh, dear. Okay. Have a good day. You too. All right. That was not complicated. Okay. 
so far this backpack thing seems to be working out perfectly. So now it's good luck today. Alright. So, it's not busy in there either. It's funny, it wasn't busy in the grocery store. And it wasn't, it's not busy in there. You'd expect, because New Year's Eve's coming, that people would be all out being insane. But they're not. Maybe that's gonna wait until actual New Year's Eve. I don't know. I was talking to the <laughs> cashier at the grocery store, and we both agreed that New Year's Eve sucked. So, <laughs> that it was the worst of all holidays. Yeah. She said to me, yeah, what? sometime, I don't know how old I was, maybe in my late 20s, I realized that getting so drunk that I felt sick the next day wasn't actually fun. No. I said, yes, exactly. I said, also, I'm an adult. If I feel like having a few drinks any night, I will, damn it. I don't need a calendar telling me what to do. But yeah. And yeah, there's hardly anybody in there usually. But of course, again, it's not New Year's Eve, and that store will be open until, you know, 9 o'clock New Year's Eve or something. So. I think it can be fun if it depends well, what anything, you do with it. Anything can yeah. be fun. There's no doubt about that. Yes, of course. There's I'm sure Easter can be fun. I don't know. There's definitely room for something, maybe more community led, like a. A yeah. big skate for escape the thorn for the Alzheimer's Society or something like that. No? Yeah, maybe. I mean, a lot the of the opioid crisis. Skate a thorn for the opioid crisis. For mental. You mental. skate so much that you need to take opiates because it hurts. The Canadian Mental Association or for more therapists to come here. I don't. You know, everything is that. I mean, it'd be activist thing. I, mean, I don't know. But I, I know some cities do like festival nights, like with bands playing and stuff. For mental wellness? Yeah, maybe. I think it'd be, it's just, it's a, it's sitting here trying to figure out like, what would you do that would be the big, like a lot of, like I said, there's a, a lot of cities have bands playing in their park or whatever. See, it's too cold to do that here though. Like you can do that in, a lot of places here often it'll be minus 20 on New Year's Eve and you don't want to be standing around listening to a band right and the last thing you need is when it's minus 20 is to have a bunch of people outside drinking <laughs> you know whoops um, no. I mean it wouldn't be with alcohol it would be like just like a nice I think you'd have, a, have trouble filling uh, a venue uh, without any alcohol when the other alternative is go out and have alcohol somewhere. You know? Yeah, I'm totally dry a bit. They do that, oh God, where is it? Is it Boston? They, they do it special juices. Well, if they have special juices that are laced with something. Uh, special, like, fun drinks with, like, sparkly things coming out of them. And <laughs> Special ice cubes and 
<laughs> no, it's one of these things that I know in, I think it's Boston, they do a thing called, is it First Night? Where they have, it's a family thing. So there isn't alcohol and there's music and stuff like that. I think, I think it's there. There's a few places in the States to do that. Now that marijuana is okay. <laughs> Just turn it into a big... You can have like a marijuana open tent over there. Have a marijuana far tent. Far away from the it's like, kids. It's like the beer tent, except it's the weed tent. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That, that's hilarious. The <laughs> weed tent. Ladies and gentlemen, please, no children in the weed tent. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's funny. You know what, the, what are the laws? I guess it's anywhere you can smoke cigarettes, right? Though places have done laws more strict than that. But yeah, I mean, oh, excuse me. I wonder when it became a big thing New Year's. You know? Also, did you know that January 1st was not always the first day of the new year? Did you know that? No. No, up until like the 1600s, it was the first of April, was the year. Ah. And uh, so that's where. It became April Fool's? That's exactly correct, my dear. That's where April Fool's comes from. That it used to be April 1st. And I wonder if the fiscal year ending at the end of March was the same, the same reason. I don't know. But yeah, it used to be that. I forget when, it, when that changed, but there was a time when April 1st was the first day of the new year. Imagine that, you'd suddenly say, somebody says, no, it's January 1st now. Okay, so the year was only nine months this year? What? I know when they changed... And the idea to, 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 to cheat a, or to like, trick, trick your friends into believing things. Yeah. That sounds like something that goes back a long ways. Yeah, it right? sounds. We we would we would pin a, a fish in the back of our teachers or <laughs> friends. Poisson d'Avril. So you'd, you'd be yeah, you'd be walking around with a fish on yes. your back all day long. That was the biggest joke ever. <laughs> and if you had one, April Fish Day, you knew you were loved because somebody tried to pull a trick on you. Uh -huh. Always meet people feel like loved because Really? Yeah, because not everybody was was uh, the target of fish. Oh. Mm -hmm. Sounds somewhat sad somehow. It sounds like it could be sad. It's not sad, it's it's um That is true. You're like a walking encyclopedia. That is correct. So 
so that's not fun. Well, it's not fun for you. <laughs> yes. So yes, there's uh, a lack of. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't uh, I'll do that anymore. I don't do the April Fool's jokes anymore. But uh, do you know that when they changed from the uh, Julian calendar to the Gregorian calendar, lost like nine or fifteen days or something like that, like the changeover, that people in England, because people weren't very smart back then, and when they were told that it was going to skip from you know like the twelfth to the 29th or whatever it was. People were outraged because <laughs> they thought that like it was some government thing to take away days from them because people are stupid <laughs> when it went from what the Julian calendar yeah. to the Gregorian calendar yeah okay so there's a month and uh, it might be April in the June in the Gregorian calendar sorry there's a month in Whatever it was, they said, okay, we officially... In the Gregorian calendar. That's the one we use now. No, we don't. I thought we used the Julian calendar. Pretty sure we used the Gregorian... Now i got to look it up. Let's look it up. No, let's look it up. Because now I want to know. Uh, change to... Uh, Gregorian calendar. The Julian calendar was replaced by the Gregorian calendar, changing the formula for calculating leap years in 1752. And here's the picture. September 19, 1752. Tuesday the 1st, Wednesday the 2nd, Thursday the 14th. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So people were all pissed off, apparently. And were like, uh, damn government's taking away all my days. Because <laughs> people are really dumb, eh? I think that's pretty funny. I remember learning about that. When the hell was it? Oh yeah, because when we first got a computer, uh, like the psych department at U of T got our our Unix machine, it was all, and we were learning all these commands and one of them was calendar, and somebody said type in, so Cal would give you the calendar, which if you typed in Cal 9-1752, it would give you this weird calendar. Oh. Yeah. And that's when I learned about that. Some kind of well, graduate in, school. In, in the Muslim world, they have an incredible complex calendar. Do they? Oh, yeah. But do they they use that just for religious things, or are they using that for day-to-day -day life, too? Uh, they kind of use both. Okay. It's, it's really like they, they develop bilingualism in so many different areas. Right. International time, it's like if you say 1400 hours, they're like, What is that? Yeah, that's not used in the English speaking world, really, unless you're in the military. 12? Yeah, it's not hard do. to do. It's not hard to subtract 12 from is it your, Add or subtract? Is it, is it add? <laughs> is it 4 o'clock? What is it? Wait, 1400, and I, I add 12. It. Now it's 26 o'clock? I don't understand at all. <laughs> so I should add 12 more. It's 38 o'clock. Oh, now I get it. Keep adding. It's 50 o'clock. That must mean noon, because 50 is half of 100. Boy, this metric's hard. Um, yeah, it's funny. That never caught on in the English How can you world. say one past midnight in international calendar? Zero, 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 one. Yeah, but how do 
say it. You don't say zero zero zero. No, zero, of course one. you don't. You say it's a minute past midnight. Yeah, but how would you say it in international time? Like in, like in UTC, it would be zero zero colon zero one. You would pronounce that. Orally. Well, no, no one pronounces it. You would say, well, oh, what would you say it's one say, after one past zero hundred? Zero hundred hours is what it is. Zero hundred. So you'd say zero one. Zero hundred and one minute? I don't know. I never was in the army. I never hear things because things aren't usually done on the minute, right? At zero hundred one minute. Yeah, zero hundred one minute. That would be what you'd say. Two. I think. Minutes. I think that's what you'd say. At ten past zero hundred. Yes. You'd say one. Zero hundred. And then you'd say minutes. at one. One hundred hours. Two hundred hours. hours. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Or you'd say zero dark thirty. Huh? So you'd say, yeah, zero hundred ten, zero hundred one. I think that's what you'd say. I think that's what you'd say. It's easier to just say minute after minute. <laughs> but no, they have. Uh, yeah, that never caught on. Where is he? It's usually. Like in French, you you say you use the twenty-four hour time, eh? Yes. Did, have you? Was it always so? Quand j'étais petite, non. Okay. On disait à deux heures de l'après-midi, yes. quatre heures de l'après-midi, cinq heures du soir, six heures du soir, yeah. en soirée. Yeah. Like it was so simple. Yeah, that's what we were taught when I was in school. And then you, it all changed when the metric happened. Deux heures happened. du matin, trois heures du matin, yeah. quatre heures du matin. No need to use that international clock. I learned it when I started doing things that were more professional or business-like or governmental-like. Right. In France, of course. Um, as always, had an influence. Oh, sure. Either that we don't want to be like them, or <laughs> we want to be like them, or. We, a little bit of both. We just attention. say that we don't care, but we do. You know. <laughs> phones, I'll tell you. Your uh, phones are hilarious. A bouncing off that wall. Right. Of some kind. Right. Yeah, yeah I get that. Yeah. No. Yeah. See, I started seeing that on like TV schedules sometime in the 70s, is when I noticed it. Always with like Radio Canada, mm -hmm. things that are more official. But when we talk about when we're with our families, friends, oh, right. on va se voir à cette heure, okay? Yeah. So no, no, no need to. We know what we're talking about. Like we know the context. Yeah. But in business, I guess you don't have that familiarity with people. So you need to be more okay. accurate. So you, it's interesting. Because yeah, it's not used in the English speaking world really at all. Like it just isn't used. It's used on, I shouldn't say isn't it, it's used on um, airline schedules so people don't get confused, I think, yeah. or anything. Yeah. Um, 
and army stuff. Sure. And sure. NASA. Like that, yeah, things that are assigned, but it's never been picked up by the general public, like, no. it's not something the general public ever says. No, maybe Ron Swanson, <laughs> Ron I don't Swanson. know if he even uses that. <laughs> it's so funny. No, I see, I don't think Ron would have ever been in the military because he's a libertarian, and he would, yeah. want, he would want there to be a military, you'd have to hire your yeah. own military, right? <laughs> yes, we've been doing a bit of a uh, parks and rec rewatch. In between uh, the, the the first, which was pretty good, uh, the Sean Penn show about people going to Mars. Yes. And, uh, it was very good, actually. Mm -hmm. I, I was I was completely emotionally drained by the end of the first season. Uh, we watched some other stuff too. We've used to it's really uh, trying to push that new masculinity, which is. A more realistic portrait of really? masculinity. So it's like it's like me then. It's awesome. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it, it's crushing the that that. What is the epitome of of a the macho guy is, mm -hmm. is the astronaut really? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Because he's everything wrapped into one. Yes, that's 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 a good way to put it. But yeah. then we see that he's. Just as fragile as well, sure, of course. anybody else. Yeah. My God, this this is this these. I'm just driving slowly because oh. trying to save my already almost broken suspension. I thought you were gonna get that taken care of. Yeah, I asked for the parts and they didn't. Oh. He couldn't. His computer was broken. Oh, okay. As, as well, usual. Next time you uh, get a chance, I guess. Eh? All right. It looks like backpack studio worked. Yes. Back, 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 back. Some. If it stops, I'm having a bad dream.
stops, I'm. If it stops, I'm. If it stops, I'm having an unshakable nightmare.